Moon Knight is the sixth Marvel Cinematic Universe TV show to hit Disney+, and this one stars Oscar Isaacs of Star Wars fame, but does it eclipse everything that came before it? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. On the Fantastic Movie Review podcast, and today we are taking a look at Moon Knight, the first full series, possibly the only one, was described as a limited series after mm. all. Uh, that hit Disney Plus a while ago. Yeah. We already discussed why we were off. Go and listen to our review of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness for that. Honeymoon Talk. Honeymoon Talk was a fun time for everybody as well. It was. Uh, so, yes, Moon Knight, six episodes. Uh, released, I think the last episode was released the same week as Multiverse Madness? Yes, it so was. It comes out on the yes. Wednesday and then I the film came out on the Friday. watched it in my LA hotel room whilst fighting sleep. Um, Dope. It was good. Uh, it felt thematic. Uh, so yeah, this is the first one of the year. I'd say the only one that's definitely targeting us is its main demographic, because She-Hulk and Ms. Marvel are not doing that. Nope. Um, although there is a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special coming fairly last. There so. is. Uh, I think that's it, though, right? I think there's only... Because Secret Invasion, they haven't said either way. They haven't. Uh, they only just wrapped in April, so yeah. to get that before the end of the year... I guess it's if we get What If in the meantime. Yeah, because they can keep What If under wraps a little bit easier. Pretty much. And, you know, they did cut an entire episode out of that, so... True. They're, they're already partially done. I, I, I think we had this last year where we were speculating, is Hawkeye still coming this year? And that made it just for the end of the year. Yeah. So, um... Uh, but, 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 uh, um, Secret Invasion could still be the same but anyway this is definitely the kickoff point for it um, and I'm going to come out and say it yep. I don't think it's good as Division, but I think it's Silver Medal yes I fucking love this show yep. it, was, it was excellent it was great there is one Duff episode and the rest is fucking golden what was the Duff episode? episode 3 for me was that the, the museum when they had the geezer on the horse? yes Horse time. Horse time. Yeah, that was a bit of a schnur episode, but other than that, fucking hits. Fucking golden. Mm. Oscar Isaacs has redeemed himself. Yes. For Ivanus. The last time he was dicking about in Egypt, <laughs> it didn't go well, and it nearly tanked X Men a second time. Um, <laughs> he has completely redeemed himself. Um, God, he really is collecting them all, isn't he? So he's been in Marvel twice, he's yep. been in Star Wars, yep. fucking hell. Uh, he might turn up in Jurassic Park, who knows? And then he's he's really close to my heart. Um, but <laughs> it's a triple threat. Yeah, this is so much different, like so much different from anything else they've done. Mm. Thematically, like design-wise, narrative-wise, it, uh, and all of that is centered on how good a job Oscar Isaac's does. Right. I'm so proud of him, even though I've never met him. I know. Actually, might be the best accent job of anybody doing an accent. Right. Because. We don't talk about um, Martin Freeman. Oh. Martin... <laughs> we no oh, Jesus. We don't talk about Martin Freeman and Martin Freeman's American accent. We don't talk about uh, Ben Cumberbatch and Ben Cumberbatch's American accent. Mm. I want to talk about Oscar Isaac's very Cockney accent. Really good. And the thing is, he could have made it more shit mm. because 
thematically that would have made sense. Yes. Because it's he's a put on voice and not his natural speaking tones. Mm. Um he doesn't do that. He goes all fucking in with it and gets the mannerisms right. Mm. Like, thankfully, he picked a character that doesn't swear because the ultimate fucking Achilles heel of anybody trying to do an English accent is swearing like English yeah. people do. Yeah. Can't fucking do it properly. No, they um, can't. They fucking circumnavigate that. They're incapable you? of it, I would they say. Are. They don't get the, 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 the rolling of the F into a very wide... Whenever it's a U, it's an A. Mm. Like, that's what it is. So... He, Unless it's northern, then it's very much an O. Mm. Anyway. So, it's hard to discuss some of the plot points because it gives away major things, but I think anyone watching the trailer knows that Oscar Isaacs is playing multiple roles in this. So, he's primarily one, at least the one we introduced to first, is um, Stephen Grant, who's this kind of bumbling shop assistant at the British Museum. Speaks a very, very over-the-top, not like Dick Van Dyke level of Cockney accent, but like, you know, that level of thing. It's very apples and pears. That it but is. It's, but it works. The thing is... It, it's better than my Cockney accent, so... Well, yeah, he's in he's in a room with British actors mm. and he holds his own, yes, which is does. impressive. Um, and, like, almost immediately you can tell something's up. Because mm. he wakes up, he's got a flipping um, shackle on his ankle, mm. sand round him in bed, something's up. And it's just the very slow. The first two episodes of just the spoon feeding you. Something's wrong. Something's up. And then it all just fucking spreads out from there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It does such a good job of balancing. Because Moon Knight's a dumb character. Yes. It could have very easily... Like, pre-giving him DID, mm. Moon Knight's a stupid character. Yes. And then, like white Batman, white but very white Batman. And the thing is, but when you get like all of the uh, you know psychological problems and the menace, which mm. this show starts to do, and then like there's a line in the comics. I wish they'd done it in this series. Was like, do you know, like most you know, you know, Black Widow wears all, all black, and mm. like a lot of other tactical superheroes wear black because they like to hide in the shadows. Batman likes to hide in the shadows. Yes. Uh, Moonlight, Moonlight wears all white because he wants you to know he's fucking coming mm. and I want to get to that point it doesn't quite get to that point no. but it's a great foundation the thing is it's weird to say this because he's like the title of the series Moon Knight like actual fully suited Moon Knight it's a bit of an afterthought in this mm. and it's actually to the show's like strength that yeah. that's the case because Oscar Isaac is doing much more interesting things outside of the costume than he is in the costume. Yes. The whole split personality disorder and what's real, what isn't, is a lot more interesting. It actually takes up a lot of the time. It feels like sometimes it's like burden to be like, we haven't shown Moon Knight in a while. Should mm. we find a way to show Moon Knight? Mm. And that's nothing against the character design. Because both versions of the Moon Knight we see here look fucking excellent. Yeah, they are. Apart from, I would have probably liked a little bit darker wrapping on the face of core Moon Knight. Yes. But they both look the fucking astute. mummy wrapping or coming out from the thing in oh, the middle. Oh, like, like, the... like pulling on the crescent moon. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. Real good fucking it's character design. Chef's kiss bullshit. That's Disney so good. Disney Plus show as well. Yeah. They could have cheaped out, but no, moon looks looks the bollocks. Mr. Knight looks the bollocks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, I don't feel this is really all that much spoilery. So, he's also playing Mark Spector. Who is Moon Knight. Who is Moon Knight. And is American, yes. or at least has an American accent. Like, because um, even Oscar Isaac himself said he's um, what's his word? He says um, he's ethnically um, disambiguous, mm. so he can be from fucking anywhere. But yeah, he 
he's a lot more harder edge than this kind of bumbling, quite light-hearted and kind um, Stephen Grant character. And the, the the fucking dichotomy between the two goes through so many fucking changes <laughs> throughout this show. Oh, oh, I love it so much. It's so good. Like we said in Doctor Strange, this one has... Like, Doctor Strange, one of their main complaints is it has the weight of continuity on it. Mm. This one has none whatsoever. There is no returning characters. Zero. It's got fuck all to do with anybody, and that genuinely is its greatest strength. Because I think then any amount of Marvel like characters showing up, well, well, obviously this is part of the MCU. This part must be real because he's turned up and done this. Because that's not present, they can go as mental as they want, and Oscar Isaac grabs that thing by the fucking horns and just goes mental with it. Yep. It's so good. It's the kind of performance that gets you excited to see him again. It is. So, like, the next time we see him, I hope we don't know he's coming, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, like a crescent moon dagger sticks to your fucking wall. You're like, here we fucking go, yeah. lads. Could not be more full of praise for him. But. Oh. But. Oh, no, this is still good. Oh, okay. It's just a different but. Like, because. Moon Knight had a lot going for him. You've got an A-list actor playing him. He looks fucking dope. He's a comic book character in his own right. Everyone was excited for him to come and all the other. I've got bigger praise for Layla. Yeah, you were saying this before we started the episode. Oh, so she... Come, I'm going to find the actress's name. Mate, Kalawami, I think? Boom. You said it. I didn't need to. So, I knew nothing about... Well, this is actually a pretty much an original character for this. Pretty much, yeah. She's... Her, like, last name... Um, means something it's based on like a fucking B tier Moon Knight villain or whatever. It's not related to the comics anyway. No. You don't need it to have read read a comic to know. You like Layla's introduced into the yeah. second episode? Yes. Yeah. Second episode and yeah, it's just a, a cool side character. Oh my god, she's so cool. <laughs> she's so cool. She does such a good job of it. When it goes crazy she can go crazy. When when she needs to be more actiony she can do more actiony. She plays off both versions of the characters that Oscar Isaacs is playing. I oh, her relationship so with Stephen is great. Really good, right? And I think... I'll give praise for Marvel. For a long time, they've said, well, you can get all your straight white men characters good, but what about you women? You know, it's just Black Widow. Captain Marvel aside, they've been on a bit of a hot streak. I mm-hmm. mentioned this in, in Doctor Strange. It kind of comes to an end in that movie because America Chavez isn't much of anything. But fucking Yelena, Belover in Black Widow... Um, I've already forgot. Um, Kate Bishop in Hawkeye. Um, who was the third one? There was a third one. There was a third I one. I can't remember who it was. It wasn't Echo, was it? No, I, God, I no. I wouldn't I'd, count that. I'd forgot about Echo. Um, and then we get Layla. And Layla's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh my God, she's so goddamn cool. Um, and I'm excited to see her in more things. I think this was like a breakout thing. So seeing her in more things yeah, is going to be... Yeah, I'm fairly certain I haven't seen the name pop up before. When you're overshadowing Ethan Hawke. <laughs> yeah, who's not even putting in that bad a performance. He's not. He's doing a good villain role, an interesting villain role. Yeah. But he's not, like, cackly, moustache-twirly one. Mm. He's, like, really well thought out and, like, believable in what he's doing. But at the same point, you always know he's evil. He's quite clearly evil. Yeah. But you don't go around killing folk without being evil. But, like, at least for the first couple of episodes, you get that whole kind of, like... You know, the best bad guys are the ones who think they're doing the right thing. Exactly. And he very much thinks he's doing the right thing until he becomes a genocidal maniac. Basically, yeah. Like, and that makes for the best type of villains. Not this, like, really one-note fucking, I am evil and want to do this. He's got a point for what he's doing. He sees what he's doing as putting the world to rights. Mm. Oh, it's so good. 
And that's about it for the cast. <laughs> Not a whole lot of people in there. That's because je- yeah, that's Oscar it, Isaac's just playing like two half, po- the cast. half the cast anyway. <laughs> they don't really get away. Well, Conchu. There's Conchu, yes. I was going to say, there is another major character, but he's completely CGI. So this is the Egyptian moon god. Yes. Conchu. Um, Voiced by F. Murray Abraham. Very um, distinctive, booming, mm. bassy voice, which, yeah, that's how I heard him. Yes. Cool design. Fucking sassy bastard. Oh, the sass is unreal. Mm. Who le- Who's letting the idiot drive again? <laughs> Does Perfect. not care for Stephen Grant. No. Um, <laughs> Couldn't give which less is of a excellent. Um, so, yeah, there's not much to talk about with the cast, because that's about it. But everyone, even though it's such a small cast, everyone is pulling their weight for this. Yeah. And maybe that's why they had to keep it to six, because anything past that, you're probably going to need a slightly more expansive cast, but then you lose focus on the character stories they're telling. Mm. Yeah, some of the best episodes in this series is just Oscar Isaac talking to Oscar Isaac. Yeah, basically, <laughs> and it's amazingly good. Um, obviously, all of that's in spoilers. We'll briefly cover the topic of DID because I feel like yes. it's it's an important part of the Moon Knight story. Mm. It's a huge part of this story of the kind of discovering that you are not the only person inhabiting this body, and for the most part, from my very admittedly very limited knowledge of of yes. DID, they did their fucking research. Mm. They, you know, because Stephen and Mark are authors in the same body. It's Mark's body, but Stephen and Mark yes. are different personalities. They show, without giving away too much, but they show the origin of the of Mark disassociating mm-hmm. and where Stephen came from. Yeah, and that's very again with my limited understanding of the few people on YouTube that I've watched that have DID. Yes. They, they, the switching is very authentic. It's very, very authentic. So they did their fucking research. It feels grounded, even though you still got Egyptian moon god shit going yeah. on. And I think actually it works quite well because it, if as the first episode shows, which is entirely Stephen Grant, it's gonna feel a bit weird mm. when you suddenly are not in control. You wake up and like two hours of shit has happened. There's you blood everywhere, you've got a gun. Yeah. You listen to George Michael in a van. Yeah. It's, oh, it's excellent. Yeah, the, fir- the, the first episode really kicks ass. Like, the fucking, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the blanking, you know. I've seen it only done once before in shitty Tom Cruise vehicle Night and Day, mm. where it was done because clearly they didn't have the budget to do the big action set pieces, oh, so Cameron yeah. Diaz would just black out. We got, like, advanced tickets to see that, and it was horseshit. It fucking was dreadful. Um... Here it's done so thematically well wherever it happens to, to keep you guessing. And that's the best part of this show. The, some of like the best Moon Knight stories are where you're not entirely sure if the Moon Knight stuff is actually happening or if Mark Spector or Stephen Grant is just, just an institution. Well, they're making... And the whole thing of, like, we don't even know if Conchu's real. Yeah. Like, they say that in the books. Like, yeah, he says he was resurrected by an Egyptian yeah. moon god, but he could just be... A crazy person, yeah, and that they keep that. Now I explain. I did. I made the mistake uh, of something that kind of because the first episode Caroline was in mm. because you know we'd watched these videos about people with DID before, so yeah, she's yeah. like, okay, cool. And her assumption based on the first two episodes was, well, none of that's real. This is just somebody disassociating. Right, Moon Knight isn't a real thing, and I went. Right. Mm, actually, well, and I did my very oh, actually, actually, and I was like, I hate to break it to you, but in the books, 
yeah, he's got like four or five different personalities and it's very much real, but nobody believes him because it's mental. Which is like, oh, well, that's very boring. And then you get to the back half of the season yes. where it throws the fucking curveballs. Oh, yeah, episode five? I think it's four, five, and six. They're all dealing with that plot line. But I mean, the one where it's literally... Oh, five is yeah. the one where it goes off the other end and oh, it, like, so well it dialed it up from an A to an A+. Uh-huh. This thing, every episode basically ends you going, wait, what? Which is the best thing a film, a TV series can do. Yeah. And it just escalates and escalates and escalates where you go from what is, you know, some mad stuff happens in the first one. You compare that to the road we get to in episode six <laughs> where a fucking kaiju battle happened. <laughs> and fuck me. It is, I, I could not be more full of praise with this. Mm. I, I, it's definitely not Hawkeye at the top two. Yep. It's whether I prefer it to One Division or not. One Division, they both take really big chances and they both fucking land both of them. They do. Which is fucking excellent. Miss Marvel and She Hulk do not look like they're going to do that. No. They and don't look like they're taking big narrative chances. Do I want. Because I really like Loki. Mmm. Loki was real good. I always forget about Loki. <laughs> which again kind of speaks to my. I, I'd say that's fourth. Fourth? What's third? I, I really liked Hawkeye. Oh, for, I am a for everyone's favourite character. Hat. <laughs> <laughs> you leave Hat alone. He gave me Kingpin Bow. What more do you want? Oh, oh we're, getting, we're getting a new Daredevil series. We are getting a new Daredevil series. They still haven't said if it's season four or if it's a new Daredevil season. Yeah, they've not said but that. But there we go. Does mean I finally get to force Rachel to watch season three, just in case. Yes. We had to watch a five-minute recap of The Defenders the other day, because oh, fuck am I watching that? <laughs> we get to watch, that means you get to enjoy the screaming match again. I do. The final five, just... <laughs> I did say to you, like, do we have to watch it? I was like, look, if you want to watch season three, annoyingly, The Defenders only really impacts one character, and it would happen to be fucking Daredevil, wouldn't it? Um, so, anyway... Um, where were we? <laughs> the irony. <laughs> we haven't even talked about the best thing about this series yet. What? Every day I wake up, then I start to break up. Lonely man without love. Fucking Engelbert, Umperdink Man, yes. The soundtrack is genuinely quite Real good. Real good, right? <laughs> the action's really good when he fucking turns mm. up. Like I said, all the character designs are really good. I fucking love all of it. And you know what? If this is just it... It's just his own little bubble. We did one series. It was fucking nice. We don't touch it again. Great. I'm happy we had it. We can move on. Again. But... <clears throat> we will never live to see a movie where Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, uh, Blade. Punisher, Blade... And The Dark Knight. Uh, the Black Knight. The Black Knight are all... The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. We never <laughs> live to see a Midnight Suns movie. Ain't that a shame? Ah, well. And <sighs> see. So when um, that does happen... Yes. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. God, can you imagine how cool that's going to fucking yeah, be? Yeah. Mm, just give me all the moody bastards in a movie. Uh, right. Annoyingly, we do have to bring up spoilers relatively early in this review because oh, it's spoiler. We can't talk about the best bits of that spoiler. No, we cannot. This is a big recommendation. It, one of the easiest recommendations I have to give because you don't need to know anything about Marvel to enjoy this. Nope. Like I said, zero literary, zero returning characters. I don't think they even reference anything. No. Really? No. I don't think so. I don't this think is there's... such a little self-contained story, yeah. and it's all the better for it. The most is not like connected to anything thing they've done since the first Guardians movie. Yeah. Because that was basically the only thing other than the first Iron Man movie that had literally zero connections to anything previous. So Yeah, pretty much. Dope. Yeah, because Thor puts in all the Avengers side characters. Thanos... Turning up in Guardians 1 is literally the only link back to anything else because he was in the post-credits of Avengers. Yeah. 
that's it. Yeah. Nothing else touches that movie. Yeah. So there you go. It it's it's six episodes. There's one. It's not even a bad episode. It's just, it's just not as good as the other five by quite a big margin. Fucking excellent. Yeah. So if that's the worst we can say about it, then my god. And it's still got a very good fight in it. Like a very good oh, open yeah. planes. You get to see the mm. big crescent cape in that fight, mm. which I love so much. Yeah, couldn't so really like, recommend it. Even more. the worst episode's got some good parts about it. That it has. Spoiler alert! Uh, well, we've already kind of talked about... DID. DID, which is yeah. the main thing that goes into that. I just want to... Well, I, I felt like I had to talk about that pre-spoiler because it's it, it, it's such a big part of that character. Yes. You know, you Google Moon Knight and you're going to find out about yes. all of his different personalities. Yes. The main two in this, mm. obviously, are Mark Spector yes. and Stephen Grant. Mm-hmm. And that's... What it's always been. Yes. Uh, I'm going to nitpick. Okay. Mr. Knight is his own personality in the books. Right. I kind of wish that that was the case here, but I appreciate that they've used Mr. Knight as a way to give Stephen his own suit. Yes. That is appreciated. I get it. I'd still kind of... It would have been interesting to have had, like, the, the, the sting at the end of the series be... And here's Mr. Knight, but also I really like the Mr. Knight suit, mm. so I'm glad that got to play. Yes. Including a fight with an invisible monster, which I very enjoyed. That was good. Uh, we got, instead, Jake Lockley is the post credit scene that he's the one, because the bits in the first episode, well, early on episodes, where uh, Stephen Black's out, comes to, and everyone's dead. Mm-hmm. And he obviously presumed that was Mark's doing. Turns out, no, it was probably this psychopath who was just <laughs> killing everybody. Um, we've what's his accent? He hasn't got one yet. In the book, I mean, obviously in the books, he, but he says lines like he's got no. Like Jake doesn't have a line. He does... Jake just turns around and gives a grim look. Does he not shooty? I thought he's shooty. He, no, he, but he, he does. He, he does shooty. I thought he said something before he shooty. He doesn't have a line. He doesn't ah. have a line. So we don't know. I imagine he'll be American because he's a taxi driver yeah, in the books. Yeah. So I imagine it like a New Yorker maybe. Could you not let him just use his Guatemalan accent and just let him actually speak how he actually sounds for once? <laughs> that would have been fun. If, um, if they're not giving him three very big white man names. Yeah, yeah. Mark, Jake, yeah, no. Stephen. So that means there's a potentially a third Moon Knight costume coming of whatever Jake looks like when he whacks that thing mm-hmm. on. That'd be dope. Uh, we didn't talk about, I can't, the, the hippo goddess. Oh, God, I don't know Tirouette. how to that. Tirouette? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, so she comes in, obviously that was the big thing they wanted for the internet, because the next day that was all they wanted to talk about was the giant hippo that says hi. Yeah, um, and the great meme that came with it, of just the hi and then the two. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, she's fun. She's fun. Her. her interaction with Layla in the last episode and giving her that fucking sweet costume. <laughs> it's really oh good, Oh, my isn't God, it? Layla looks like a badass. With the wings that are swords at the end. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. One more of the Scarlet Scarab, please. Um, <laughs> it's a dumb name, but like... I don't... I mean, it, it is. Um, oh, I saw a really great post of someone said, my daughter is like um, Arabic and she's always had the big curly hair and she's always wanted to straighten it. So a big thank you to Marvel for finally giving her a superhero who looks like her <laughs> and now she loves her curly hair. That's like, cool. Diversity is fucking awesome, isn't it? <laughs> oh, both diversity and the dance trip. That's also awesome. <laughs> They're both fucking cool. Um, <laughs> love it. Um... It, oh, oh god it looks so cool yeah um, it's really good this is the point I wanted to make that really we couldn't do until spoilers mm. what I really liked about this and I think it's something Thor and Thunder is going to do as well mm. it's finding the way for all mythologies to count yes and the way that 
they do like obviously they've always gone as guardians of between they're aliens. They were perceived by gods by primitive man because fucking these things came from the sky on a rainbow bridge. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't they be gods? They're about to induce Greek mythology. They might go a similar way with that. So we could be getting Hercules very soon. Surely if Zeus is there, you right. get Hercules, right? Who's playing him, though? Who's burly enough to be Hercules? Um, they wouldn't get Dwayne Johnson. No. He was Hercules. And, or John Cena, who I'm no. sure will get a second series of Peacemaker. Oh, 100% Peacemaker's excellent. Um... We should review Peacemaker. We should review Peacemaker. Who's the biggest person I can think of that hasn't been in Marvel? Like, physically big. Hmm. Is there a wrestler who's retiring anytime soon who could do it? There's probably, they're all big, burly bastards. Um, I'm sure it will come to me. <laughs> Brian Daniels. No, no. Brock Lesnar just be a terrifying... <laughs> <laughs> He's in a fun lumberjack stage at the moment, his old Brock. Lumberjack? So, yeah, he, he finally turned face and he just dresses like a lumberjack. He just kills people, but uh, um, yeah. Yeah, he's a lumberjack. <laughs> oh, fun. Like, he doesn't actually think he's a lumberjack. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, right, where was I? Um... Roman Reigns is apparently about to start taking acting, like, he's about to be part-time, so... No, we don't want that. Jesus Christ. Hey, yo, Roman Reigns has turned around now. Yeah, I'm aware he's, he's doing the family the... shit. Oh, oh he's been the big dog. Um, and I guess The Rock played Hercules, so why couldn't his cousin play Hercules? Hmm. Anywho. Oh, God, The Rock did play Hercules. That's what oh, I'm saying. Get Roman in. They've cast wrestlers as superheroes before, and it's gone well every time they've done it. So... Every time? Batista. And John, John Cena. Cena. And, and well, well, the rock's about to be black out them, so well, we're about to see if that experiment's gonna work. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, that movie's got Pierce Brosnan in. You're pulling a face. Pierce Brosnan's excellent as Doctor Fate. Yeah, Why the not? man's sixty odd. Doesn't matter. He was James Bond. Okay, he was the James Bond. Okay, yes, well, he not hear the... anybody saying he's bad about Pierce. Um, where was I? <laughs> um, <laughs> Where was I? Oh, yeah, so the, the when they go to the afterlife in the fifth one, right? So it's still not, like, clear if Mark is still just mental and some of this is coming up. But it just seems to be like, oh, no, this is actually in the afterlife on the big boat thing yeah. in the sea. But then you get those flashes of the asylum, which is mm. so cool. And it's like her saying, basically, your mind is just adapting this to whatever, one, is easy for your brain to comprehend, and two, whatever you believed in life. Mm. So that's why when the panther goes to the fucking afterlife... They see the ancestral plane and the big fucking pantheon, the tree. They do reference that, actually. They do. That's but what you really... don't need to know about it. No. That's what I really like about it, is that they are contextualising so all of them get to matter. Mm. Like, the afterlife is different for everyone who goes through it. Like, because obviously, like, that just means then that you've opened up all the mythology. I mean, you've hit all the major ones. You've got Norse, Egyptian and um, Greek going. Mm. Um you could do like Taoism and stuff like that because obviously they're not going to bring I don't think Jesus is turning up in the MCU anytime soon <laughs> so they're not allowed to touch actual religions but made up ancient ones they can do to death yeah. and that's fucking cool I like that oh we if we ended do... up getting the mutants and we got Sunfire we could do a bunch of shit with the Japanese mm-hmm. uh, all that fucking thunder gods and shit like yes, that we can do fucking, cool. yes we can do fucking like um Middle Eastern fucking mythology where you can do Aztec shit that's what I want oh the Aztec shit mm, is so good that's what the fuck is that? this is the hope this is my hope for the God of War series mm. is now that we're done with Norse please do Egyptian next <laughs> please do Egyptian next I want to rip the head off Anubis please <laughs> I want to fuck up Ra um, <laughs> fuck the sun next. 
I want to see if he has a winged dragon, and I want it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just got that. The Yu-Gi-Oh joke for all those Yu-Gi-Oh fans that we have. Um, yeah, so I, I like the contextualization of all the mythologies that they can all count and they're all real because that's just fucking cool. Yeah, I'm just so full of praise for this thing. Yeah. I right, Thorland Thunder looks like it's ticking all the boxes I want it to. Mm. There is still a chance that this is the best thing Marvel do all year. Yeah. There like, is a chance. Definitely better. I'd pre- much prefer to fucking Doctor Strange. Yep. So it's got that going for it. Right. Are you got anything else we want to mention on... I really haven't got notes, so there's no point looking at that. I just fucking loved it. We could go episode happen. by episode, but there's well, no point. It's just that. so great. The fourth episode where it introduces the Asylum mm. and like recontextualises the Arthur Harrow character as a kind of like... And we he's don't, therapist. Yeah, he's therapist. It, that's just fucking phenomenal. Mm. It was the curveball that got Caroline back into it. Right. She's like, wait, so it's not real? I'm like, this is not in the books. <laughs> so, All like, the characters that have been in the fucking thing are like the orderlies and yeah. the, the mind guys, like calling it bingo stuff, fucking um, Layla's there. And yep. It's so well done. And there's so many good scenes. Oh, excuse me. There's so many good scenes. Of Oscar Isaac acting against Oscar Isaac in the back two episodes. With just mirrors yeah. and fucking seeming reflections. Oh, the, when they go into Mark's past, that whole f- fucking mm. sequence leading up to the first disassociation is so well handled. It's so well done. I love it so much. It's really great. It's so good. Right. Let's talk about things that hopefully will be good. Yes. But aren't necessarily looking at it. So next up on the docket is Miss Marvel and She-Hulk. Now, Miss Marvel, we've kind of mentioned briefly already, you know, we definitely aren't the fucking target demographic, and that's good. We want that. We want that. We want variety. Yes, please, uh, God. They are very much changing the powers because obviously they can't do Terrage and Mist bullshit. And they don't want to have her be all stretchy. Nobody so wants... So she's got bangles? I, th- I mean, she had bangles in the books, but like... It but they wasn't, weren't the source of They power. weren't the source of her power, and now it's like some kind of like energy projection bullshit. Mm. Um, fine, I guess. I don't really care. I mean, I like Kamala Khan, but I don't really care enough about Kamala Khan to no. go like, well, we've got to keep the Terrigen Mists and the stretchy limbs intact. Mm-hmm. I'm not that arsed, especially because we saw what happened with Inhumans. Yes. Let's not roll the dice again. I also don't think the stretchy thing, they've never made it look good. No. Like, Fantastic Four is going to be the last fucking chance they have to make the stretch thing look good. Because they, well, we're in spoiler territory, I guess. They don't really try him with Doctor Strange, do they? There's like a... He goes, whoop, and that's a bit. There's what, one frame of him stretching a bit, and that's and a lot. And then boom, off he goes. So, fair enough. The She-Hulk trailer came out, um, I think, just as I got back, I think. Yeah. And, oh, oh boy, boy, the internet's not a fan, are they? And with good reason. Jesus Christ. So that looks pathetic. It does not look good. I hope that this is Disney. They're not going to put out something. Well, let's say that some of the CGI in fucking Doctor Strange was shonky because it was a fucking giant tentacle monster grabbing one at high speed. Mm. Fair enough. It's not a fucking Tatiana Maslany, but she's slightly taller and green. Still think she's miscast. That's just me, though. I think they picked her because they're like, well, she's a very good actress. Hopefully she can handle everything that's being thrown. So she used to play multiple parts, so she'll be good at both doing the... Um, uh, I can't remember what She-Hulk's real name is, and that's annoying. Jennifer Walters. Doing Jennifer Walters, but also doing She-Hulk stuff. And Again, we're clearly not the target demographic. They're going after 18 to 30, and probably even more than that, Horndog Housewives. Yeah. So, sweet. Like that, they don't have anything like they can look at Thor, which is you know great. Yeah. Um, we've all been there, but 
Good. Uh, again, diversity is great, but it's the sex show. <laughs> She-Hulk is banging. She-Hulk is fetish central. Oh, oh boy. boy. That's not going to be good. And her proportions are weird in that shot where she's landing with... like. They, obviously, they've got the assets ready to go for mm. Mark Ruffalo. Yes. That's why his version of the Hulk still looks great. Looks fine, yes. This one looks like they've post-pasted her fucking face onto someone else's body. I have seen a thing where they've said basically they've had to change CGI because Marvel wanted her to be less muscular. Like, she's... She's She-Hulk! Yeah, she's She-Hulk. <laughs> That's exactly the correct answer to that question. Everybody, every other woman, every other woman in the fucking MCU is like CrossFit thin. Like, they're all still sexy, but they've got enough that you can punch somebody and maybe it's believable. This is She-Hulk. Fucking She-Hulk. I'm not saying she needs to be the same size as Mark Ruffalo, but fuck me, she can be muscular. She's (laughs) She-Hulk. Maybe if they go like... Right, in her base form, she's not as muscly, but then when she gets madder, it fucking, she grows and gets bigger. Maybe. Because Hulk doesn't really do that. Like, that is a comic book thing, that the madder he gets, the stronger he gets, the bigger he gets. Mm. Whereas this one, it's just like a one-for-one change, and then he stays relatively the same size. If she changes more, that could be interesting. Mm. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Because I think think they're either going to, A, dial down the scenes with CGI in him, or... I wouldn't be surprised. I think it would be a first time ever other than COVID stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if they delayed it and did like yeah. Sonic and almost was like, right, fair enough. It didn't like the CGI. We're going to go back to the drawing board. We're going to get it right. Which, you know, fair enough. That's that's good. I don't think they'll do it because it's a lot... Like, they released that Sonic trailer. They had a year to go. So they could afford to fucking delay it. Mm. This is coming, I think... August. August. Yeah. So I haven't got a lot of fucking time. Nope. Not enough time to do drastic work and surgery on the CGI before it comes out, so we'll see. Well, okay, put the CGI aside. Did you find it an interesting or funny trailer? No, no. and I'll tell you for why. Because this always feels like it should have been the show that, that, that kind of goes halfway between superheroing and doing lawyer shit, which... Also, is the Daredevil thing. I shouldn't say that's Daredevil. But this was supposed to have that kind of, like, that edge of, you know. There are multiple different versions of She-Hulk across all the different versions and one-offs that they've mm. done. Some of the most interesting She-Hulk stories are she's hulked out permanently. Mm. And that's not what they've gone for. They've gone for the mainline comics version of this and what's appeared in some animated versions of. She can just, she changes with anger but can change back. And isn't as badly affected with rage as thing. So it's a dialed down version of Hulk. Had this been the show where, and again, it's an expensive fucking show to make. She's permanent after after whatever happens, which means that she can Hulk out now. She's permanently Hulk the fuck out. Mm. How do you maintain composure in a courtroom when you're nine foot tall and green? Yes, that would have been the show. As it stands, it is now She-Hulk is an allegory for PMS, I think. Oh. That's kind of what... Oh, yes, like, oh, that's just like the baseline existence for women. Ha, 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 ha. That's such a dial down of what the real, like, not body horror, yeah. but like the I'm unable to control how I look and therefore whilst I can control my powers I can't control everyone's perception of my powers. Do you know what might be the most useful thing we can do about this? Hmm. We use these 
Ah, yes, those. And we uh, get our wives on the show for yes, the first time ever. Yes, because they are the target demographic. They are not to like the the mansplaining. Well, this is obviously meant for this demographic, but clearly they're not really necessarily. They didn't have us in mind when they made G Hawk necessarily. No, no. Maybe we should get him in on it. Maybe we should. I would just co-host and we'll just let them two talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so we let don't have them to. have, an, a, have yeah. an episode that then trails off into something interesting. They are now contractually obliged to us, so <laughs> <laughs> we could just get, make them review she <laughs> Wouldn't that be manly of us? Um, I hope it's good. I hope all things are good. Yeah, I don't want anything to be bad. No. Apart from, like, Fanforstic. I wanted that to be shit. It was fucking and atrocious. It was, wasn't it? Like, um, kind of wanted humans to be shit so they could get out of the way of the mutants. And that also happens. So that's good. And if anything, you want me to think things are going to be shit. I tend to be a bit of a... Like, I eat crow a lot when I think, oh, that looks fucking shit. And then it's really good. Mm. So we shall see. Um, but, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. And then we're going to get to Secret Invasion. Mm. Which... It's got the it's got the mark of death on it already, Amelia Clark. Mm. I mean, we say that we're about to watch Obi Wan Kenobi starring Kumail Nanjiani. Not starring. He's in it. He's in it. He's in it. He's not starring. No. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Um, yeah, because that's like that's a big deal. And I thought that was maybe one of the options to go with the next Avengers movie mm. to do Secret Invasion, but it seems like they're like. No, Kang is the, the direction of travel for now. We haven't even got an Avengers film on the docket. I think they're really going to air that out before they do that. Um, so contain it in, a, in just a Disney Plus thing seems ambitious. Mm. It's definitely the most ambitious one if it does end up coming out this year that they're going to be doing. Anybody could be a scroll, just nobody with a multi-million dollar contract. No, <laughs> no, 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 doggy. Uh, well, all the ones that would have been narratively interesting to be scrolls are all dead. So. Yeah, yeah. Ah, well. Um, so we'll have to see about that. Um, Fuck, could you imagine if they'd done that in, like, Endgame? You can rest now. Iron Man dies. And the ears growing like, what? <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> um, he said no it's going to be Amelia Clark going are you a scroll? no are you a scroll? no are you a scroll? no um, I reckon it'll be Sam Jackson's son sung honestly I know the man will just continue to work until he dies but like well we had the fake out I guess in Winter Soldier but like he's probably because he was bragging like he's got the most amount of things on his contract surely we're nearly done now right? well surely this is where they introduce LMDs you got to think which is think some so. deep comic bullshit Mm. Which would really make things just well, like that man will never get out of his contract. Not to be that guy, but they did do they in the shield. LMDs were a yeah, big just, part of one of the latest. It's seasons. just if that's canon still. They missed a trick with multiverse of madness of not putting Sky in there. Mm. We got these fucking inhumans back. I'm glad they're canon, but no, we can't have fucking the Angel Shield. It's fine. <laughs> I don't care that much about Angel Shield, it's fine. Um Right. I think that's everything. Cool. I hope this isn't the high point for Marvel this year. Because the, the Thor and Thunder aside, everything else is looking shaky. <laughs> so, we thought last year was bad. Like I've yet to have a number one movie that I'm comfortable being the number one movie. At the moment, I think it's still Belfast. Which, like, that troubles me on a fucking personal uh, trouble. <laughs> um, I can't remember what mine is. Hang on. Um, don't be jackass. Oh, Jackass 4.5 is on Netflix. Happy oh, days. Oh, sweet, I can watch that. I've already been told, 
Well, in no circumstances is Rachel watching that. Um, <laughs> have you seen the Alan Project yet? Yes. We haven't reviewed it. No. It's great. That's my favourite film of the year so far. Oh, there you go then. Yep. So, like, just tell you how much the rest of the year has not gone great. The Batman is at number two. <laughs> I'm starting to come around on the Batman quite a bit. I think you, whilst it still did not need to be nearly three hours and end five times. Right. Other than those things. Other than those things. It, it at least tried. I respect the ambition of trying to do a crime neo-noir. So it was funny. Um, we were watching stuff the other night and Rachel was like, oh, I've never seen a Ruby Sparks. I went, oh, watch it, but don't look up anything about who's in the cast. And she was like, okay. <laughs> it came up was like, are you ready for? And then he appears on screen. The Riddler romantic comedy. <laughs> She's like, is he weird? And I was like, yeah. Well, he's not going to make this noise. <laughs> he's weird in everything he does, sweetie. So yeah, yeah. I forgot how weird that film is. It really gets weird at the end. Then found out those two are married in real life. Oh, and were when they made Ruby Sparks. All oh, right, okay. I was like, fair play, Paul Dano. Well done. Adam Project's only at number four for me. I've got Ooh. all Oscar movies on, uh, above oh, it now. fucking prude. Um, it's good, though. I like it a lot. I really, really like that film. Um, yeah, it's not been... Yeah, Jackass number three... So Jackass four is currently on a podium finish at the minute, so... We have missed... We've got to have nine good movies so that it goes where it should be in the jackass position. Well, <laughs> what's left to come this year? Um, well, if you if you want if you hear the Moonlight stuff, you can jump off at this point. Yeah. Um, okay. Top of Maverick. We've yeah we've, we haven't seen that. We've missed Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I still haven't seen Sonic Two. I haven't seen Sonic Two. Yeah. Elvis is out. Elvis is will be out next week, I think. Something like that. Northman. I've missed that. And oh. I've seen Northman. You've seen Northman. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Real fucking weird. Yeah, but you've seen The Lighthouse, right? No, I haven't seen oh, The Lighthouse. Okay. Robert Eggers is a weird film. Um, although, because of um, a, a bout of sickness, I don't actually know what happens at the end of Northman. We have to leave <laughs> 10 minutes for the end, so need to watch that again. Anyway, um, obviously Jurassic World fucking Dominion's coming. Yeah. And um, Lightyear will be also Yes, Lightyear's too. also in June, so that's pretty good. Thor Love and Thunder, um, we then have Bullet Train has been pushed to August, but that looks pretty cool, Um, and the back end of this year is really not looking big. No, although admittedly, we've still got Black Panther, Shazam, and Black Adam all in that. Oh no, Shazam's been pushed, I think. Shazam's been pushed. Shazam's been pushed. I I think I updated this the other day, and I think Shazam got pushed. Have they pushed Avatar 2? Because they they showed that trailer. Mm. I... Couldn't I mean it look water physics? Holy hell, well done! Mm. But like I could not give less of a shit about that film. Such a weird anomaly, Avatar. No, Avatar's still coming. Uh, apparently, Creed Three still coming as well, as well as Hocus Pocus Two. But yeah, it's not looking. We thought last year was the hangover of COVID stuff. I think this year is the hangover mm. of COVID stuff, and then maybe next year we'll get more stuff. Although I don't know what that is. There's no Star Wars movies coming. There's no. Um, well, Taika Waititi's Star Wars is next for Star Wars movies. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah because they've dropped the um, fucking uh, Rogue Squadron one, haven't they? Yeah, which That's I'm gone. disappointed about. Well, this thing, everything's getting dropped, so I'm not actually expecting Taika Waititi or John Watts to make their Star Wars movies. Like, they seem John, to be... Is John Watts a movie or a show? Oh, they haven't said... Oh, yeah. What yeah. was it called again? Skeleton Crew? Oh, yeah, with Jude Law. That's, yeah. that's a new one they announced. I think Acolyte is moving forward still. Yeah, that's um, either going to be uh, Revan or Bane, one of the two. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, yeah, Andor got its first trailer the other day. That looks um, good. Does look pretty fun, good. Um, they've got another thing, haven't they? 
I feel oh because they were gonna have our soakers next year now. Mando is February. Fuck yes, give me more Mando. You and still it's... need to come and see my dark saber and I it. haven't seen your dark saber. I get to show you my Mandalorian helmet though. Lower your expectations. Oh. Uh, right, again, we've got very bad at waffling on these things. <laughs> Shall I tell my Eurovision story whilst we're here? Oh yeah, let's let's do the last of um, honeymoon. Honeymoon stories. update part yeah. two. So um, what happened was, I was in Vegas when Eurovision was happening. Yeah, me and my brother have a tradition. Is the one tradition we have is two manly men. Well, he's more manly than I'm. From Wednesday, yeah. One tradition is we always watch Eurovision together. Yeah. Um, so he phoned me. I got me. It was about three o'clock in the afternoon. We were getting on the helicopter tour at four. So he phones me, he FaceTimes me at three. He's like, why the fuck aren't you watching Eurovision? I was like, mate, it's not, it's on Peacock Premium, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> I mean, uh, he said, we've just been on, it was fine, apparently one of the bookies phones, but I wasn't expecting anything. Oh, right, blah, 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 blah. We go downstairs, we're going to go hang out like in a bar for like the hour before the helicopter. Right? He FaceTimes me again, he's like, he's full on, like I like to do again all the way up here. We're top. I went, get fucked. He went, yeah, look at the three. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. What then proceeded was half an hour of me running around Las Vegas, running around the MGM Grand and New York, New York, praying someone somewhere is betting on Eurovision and he's watching it. So obviously I couldn't go too far from the hotel. We had to be there for the, air, for the helicopter pickup. Mm. There was an Irish bar in New York, New York. I went, surely. Then forgot the paddies had been kicked out and they don't care. Plus it's not actually run by Irish people, so they don't care. And plus ice hockey and fucking basketball was on. Mm. So my, what happened was we were sat in a bar in the MGM Grand with me watching a dodgy stream on Facebook. Oh, good. Uh, let me get the actual screenshot I took of my view of Eurovision. <laughs> Whilst you were all happy, um, you know, having fun watching a... On, watching an act, on an actual TV with Graham Norton. Yeah, whereas I was watching this geezer. There's a helicopter pictures, so it must be around here somewhere. Uh, this live stream of a man filming his TV on top of his chest of drawers. Jesus Christ. That had a granddad walking past and a little girl on a tricycle. Get the fuck out of the way! So, the helicopter pickup's ten past four. It's yeah. now four o'clock. We are on one end of the MGM ground. We need to get to the other end of the MGM ground. We're right. We're going to have to go now, but they're just getting to like the top three. Mm. They've just done the Ukraine vote to take them to top. Yeah. We're on, I'm keeping the Wi-Fi on. We're going. It cuts out. No joke. Just before they announce their points. Oh. I'm then in a five-minute limbo of not knowing what the fuck's going on and then get the biggest anti-climax of it coming back on and showing that we finished second. Yeah. So I can't watch Eurovision again. Clearly I'm the curse that's been doing this to us. The one year I'm not there, we can fucking second. So we're going to end up hosting it. Probably. Because I can see the branding already. You'll have a massive U and a massive K and then rain in little tiny text. Yeah. 100% that's happening. So we won by default and that's the best we could have hoped for really. Yeah. If we're going to lose to anybody. we, We don't even get the satisfaction of winning and hosting it. It's like, we came second. Anyway, bigger things are happening. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, it's a fine song, but I can't believe that was the one that got us there. Right. It's like, okay. That, like, I get it, the vocal control is very good, yes. but the song is very boring. Yes. And in a year where Latvia got knocked out with the greatest opening line of any Eurovision song, have you not heard the Latvian entry? We're watching that in a second. Okay. Um, <laughs> and in the year where Subwoofer were in the competition... Mm. Fucking yellow dancing wolves. I saw that one. Asking for bananas. Yes, yes, we yes. came second. And Spain actually sent a very legitimately good 
Um, pop song so that's you know and they came third so that was good fuck them Um, fuck the space sweet right where can they find us Michael you can go and find me on Twitter and Instagram and at that Michael and you can go and find Darren on Twitter and Instagram and at the Guttridge you can find the site on Twitter Instagram and Facebook under the username Valiant T that's F-O-U-L-E-N-T Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can pick up an RSS feed under the username Fallian T or Fallian T Podcast, depending on the service you're using. And of course, go to fallentertainment.com for all the other articles and podcasts and everything else that we do. Right, there we go. That's everything. Right, coming up soon. We are recording this on Friday the 27th, which is the release date for both Kenobi and Stranger Things Season 4. Trust me, we'll be talking about those. Yes, we will. So those are coming. Um, The Boys starts next week. You don't watch the boys, though, so that's not likely to be a problem. I, I, I want to get through There it. is the time. Um, because surely this, surely this season's Herogasm, right? They've already confirmed that this season is Herogasm. <laughs> Let me offer you a palm frong that you can give to your um, wife to ease her into this. Yes. You get to watch the boys. Show her this is us. It's finished now. You can watch all of it in one go. You don't have to wait for new episodes. I didn't cry at my wedding. I cried at the penultimate episode of This Is Us. <laughs> Genuine tears. That's how good that show is. Wow. It got me. It's schlock. Fucking grade A schlock. Mm. It actually got me. The The last episode was a bit more of an epilogue. It wasn't as good. But yeah, the last episode made me... That's the third time I've cried in 10 years at a TV show, for fuck's sake. So I'm going to try and guess the other two. But one of them's famous. Rachel loves to tell everyone when I cried at the end of Coco. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't remember. What was it was. Toy Story? No, it wasn't Toy Story. That no. didn't grow me. Uh, oh, it's when I saw the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> when I saw the Millennium Falcon at Galaxy's yeah, yeah. Edge, I cried at that as well. So yeah, three times in ten years I cried. Not my wedding, but did cry at this, the, the Last <laughs> of Us. Did cry at a theme park, a Disney movie, and This Is Us. I said Last of Us, I meant This Is Us. Um, <laughs> so yeah. It's a very different show, so, which is also coming. Yeah, you go. Watch them at the same time. You get to watch an episode of Boys, she gets to watch This Is Us. There's admittedly a lot more of This Is Us, so you can actually use this as revenue if she really likes it to watch other things you want to watch. That's how balance is done. We're married men now. Yeah. <laughs> Take advice from us, can you tell? <laughs> oh, God. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>